This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What's your favorite commercial jingle? 651 641 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. What is your favorite commercial jingle? 651 641 1071. Bradley. Why are we asking? Because, and thank you, enjoying the conversation. Uh, it's time to get a little uh, wrinkle for your jingle. I don't know what that means. But uh, because I saw this story over on TMZ about the Folgers coffee jingle. You remember that one? The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. And uh, the reason is because it's true. It's true. That is very true. Mm-hmm. But not only that, the reason TMZ was talking about it is because it's up for sale. I don't even understand what this means. You can buy the Folgers Jangle for the low, low price. I think, I don't know what it's up to, but it started, I think the bidding started at like 60000 It's up, oh, it's now up to $70,000. Wow. So wait, what does that mean? You buy it and then what? What happens? So it means that somebody is actually auctioning off the right to the Folgers in your cup jangle. And that means that anytime somebody uses that for creative purposes, you will get a check. And, you know, I said the bidding started at like 60,000. It's up to 70. Some it's probably even more than that. In the last 12 months, the auction house says the Folgers jingle royalties paid about $11,000. And since 2011, the song has earned a total of 38,000. So, this is not a short-term to get that return. It's not a short-term investment, um, but maybe it could be because you don't know. Maybe somebody will uh, play it again and it'll go crazy. It'll go viral. <laughs> you know what you know, happens when you're the owner of the Folgers jingle is that suddenly you're on high alert at all times because you're oh, about yeah. to charge everybody. I was going to say you're going to like put a. Uh, you're going to be ceasing and desisting. Like a and Google like, search yeah. left and right and sending them emails like, mm-hmm. I want my money. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're going to be pushing it and you're going to try to make it the next hot song. It's going to be like the movie Demolition Man when the only music that they play in the future are commercial jingles. You guys, this is a whole thing, by the way. Oh, I'm sure there's a royalty exchange, and I'm sure they've got more than one. Um, recently they auctioned off uh, the theme song to Dirty Dancing. I've had the time of my life. That went for almost a half a million dollars. Well, that makes sense. I mean, that's bonkers because it's you know people are going to be playing that a lot. The Mary M- Melodies theme. It's <sighs> very interesting. Holly okay, sorry. One. Yeah. For uh, yes. for uh, eighty one thousand dollars six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your favorite jangle, kids? I love this. Should we go to the phones? Let's do it. We've got Katie on the line. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. Katie, what's your favorite jangle? It's the Downey commercial with the Paul Anka song. Do you remember the days of your life? It just takes me back to when I was young. Oh, makes me feel really old. But I don't remember it. Can you do it for us? No, 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 no. Pull oh. up Paul Anka, the days of your life. All right. Days of your lives, Paul Anka. Thank you, Thank Katie. You. Um, that's for Downey, did she say? that? You yeah. know, I can see how that is, though. When you 
when you, when there's a familiar song attached to a brand, you will feel the feelings, and they yeah. know that. That's how they manipulate you. It's and it works because jingles are oh, one yeah. of those things. I, I mean, I'm telling you, get a jingle man because those things will live in your head for years. Right. Um. Let's go to Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Gretchen, what's your favorite jingle? The Coca Cola one. I'd like to buy the world a Coke. Oh, oh that's that so is a good. good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That made you feel good inside, didn't it? I'd like yeah, to always. buy the world. Thank a Coke. you, Gretchen. You're welcome. Now, I want you guys to sing it, though. Uh, I'm not going to do that, but Bradley will. I just did. Okay. Bye. Bye. Uh, let's go to Christina. Hello, Christina. Christina. Christina, what's your favorite jingle? Mine is Shasta. Shasta. What is the Shasta jingle? It was out in the early 80s. And it was, I want a pop, pop, pop. I want a Shasta. I want a thrill. I want all. I want all. I want it now. I want a pop, pop, pop. I want a Shasta. And then it goes on for quite a bit. But it's a fun song. Oh, my gosh. That's, me, I love that you... Make me think of my mom. You know, it's so funny. Thank you, Christina. Like Bradley said, you get a good jingle. It'll get stuck in there for life. Uh, and Christina still knows the jingle from the 80s. Hey, uh, Holly, you want that one? You want to play the, the Shasta, Shasta one? one? Let's do that. Let's listen to the Shasta. It's at the very, very bottom under the Kit Kat if you want to play. In the green? Mm, no, it's under the green. Under the green. Got it. Uh, oh, she's busy. Okay. Taking phone calls. Yeah. Um, 651-641-1071. What's your favorite jingle? Um, we've got Sarah on the line. Hi, Sarah. Sarah, what's your favorite jingle? Okay, so it was just a few years ago, and it didn't last very long. It was for Aster Cream, and they said, that's your sweet Aster Cream. Oh, that's funny. I love, and that's the whole jingle. That's hilarious. I've not heard that's that one. That's the whole jingle. I sweet think people got cream. irritated because it didn't last very long. I don't, that is rude because I think that's funny too, Sarah. Thank you for your call. Good sense of humor. Let's go to Noelle. Hello, Noelle. Noelle, what's your favorite jingle? Hey, so I'm from New Orleans and I'm 50 years old. And I remember this from my very young childhood, a little uh, locally owned furniture shop. And they had a little annoying girl's voice singing Rosenbergs, Rosenbergs, 1825, too late. <laughs> it's like. I have it in my head and I can never get it away. That's hilarious. I'll die that way. That's fabulous. So now it's in your head. No apologies, Noel. Thank you so much. Uh, Bradley, what's your favorite? Um, you know, there are all the favorites and I, um, pulled a couple here. Just some of the, the ones that popped into my head. I think probably one of the most memorable jingles is the Oscar Mayer jingle. Oh yeah. I don't know if you want to play that one, Holly. Oh, I'd love to be an Oscar Mayer wiener. And then there's OSC, you know, yeah. my baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. Uh, that's how I learned how to spell baloney. B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Yeah. Baloney. And you're like, but it doesn't make any sense. Do you have a, a favorite uh, jangle jangle? So the jingle that uh, like automatically comes to my mind is um, the double mint. Oh, yeah. Commercial, but I wouldn't even say it's my favorite. It's just the first one that comes to my mind. 
But I will say another very memorable one. There it is. I mean, it's like so, it's about gum. Double clean. Like, it's very meaningful. It's there's a double pleasure waiting for you. Oh, it's very it's yeah. like very love boaty. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but the, it gets kind of kinky. At it the does. End of this commercial. They're mm-hmm. gonna have a foursome. Yeah, Wait it's a, a whole thing. There's, there's two sets of twins. Mm-hmm. It's just gum. Um, the other thing though, but the most memorable to me is the Quiznos sub oh, commercial. Yeah, with I don't, the, would you even call things. that a jingle? It's just like a we love the nightmare. Subs. It's a nightmare. <laughs> The quiz no subs. Here we go. We love the subs. They are good to us. I, I always the think that sounds subs. like Adam Sandler. It totally does. Right? They are thirsty, they are crunchy, they are warm because they told them. I mean, they can should we, bring those guys back. There's one. Can you play Holly at the top? They've got a of pepper this bar. segment. There is uh, a jingle I would love for you to play because I feel like I don't understand this one and I want to hear it. Oh. Okay. Today. So that's like Empire Carpet. Do they have that everywhere? I think so. Because you know how you hear some of those commercials and you're like, I well, I don't know, actually. If you haven't lived a ton of places, it's hard to like because I I'm like, did I hear that when I lived outside Chicago? Or did I live hear that when I lived in Houston? Or did I hear that when I lived in Minneapolis? Ergo. Is it everywhere or is that is just, just a ours? local thing? Because Empire isn't just good question. here, right? Well, well, yeah, and it's rooted, it's based in Chicago or like in the Chicagoland oh, area. Maybe it was Chicago then. But we also but we have still that. hear that. Yeah, yes. we have it here. Yeah. I remember that. it during Days of Our Lives. Like Five that. Baby, two, three hundred. Empire. Empire. Oh, but let us not forget the ultimate jingle. Hold on a second. Oh, here we go. Oh, because I know that oh. you guys are going to be able to sing. It's one of with two. This. It's one of two. Oh, well, I just wait. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Hold on a second. No, no, now I have a, a jingle before the jingle. No, I want yeah. the actual jingle. The actual we need to get jingle. you the YouTube premium. Yeah, we do. American University yes. presents one. Be a full-time student yes. one day a week, only one day or one night, even one Saturday. One day, one, one night, Saturday's all right. Online, just fine. Nighttime, anytime. Get you, your um, degree, set yourself free. National American University. Did you guys get your degrees from National American? No, but no. I always wanted to set myself free. Well, now you can. Because we got to go to break. Yeah. When we come back Bye. on the Colleen and Bradley show, I'm so excited, you guys. I watched as much as I could handle of Demi Lovato's alien uh, oh, encounter okay, thanks. on the Peacock Network. You're welcome. You're welcome. I bet I am welcome. And I will give you my review after this on My Talk 1071. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. But what'd you do? I did. I did. I took one for the team. Oh, by doing what? By watching Demi Lovato's Unidentified. At least I watched as much of it as I could handle. Oh, is that that um, alien thing? Yeah, it's her alien TV show on Peacock. Um, this is the Colleen and Bradley show, also an alien show, uh, hosted by two I don't believe aliens anything. from outer space. I think aliens are out there. I just don't think they've ever probed my 
uh, Keister. Oh, okay. I was really worried about where we were probing. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Um, Demi Lovato has premiered her new TV show on the Peacock Network. It's called Unidentified with Demi Lovato. And I watched as much as I could handle of it. And how much of that, or how much was that? 14 minutes. Oh, and how long was the show? The first episode is 45 minutes. So you only watched 14 minutes of four. So let me take a big Mm -hmm. guess and say you didn't like it. I mean, no. Okay. So here's the first thing. Now, and listen, of the three of us, I am the alien forward one. Um... I believe in aliens. I would like to offer myself up to yeah, aliens. You, you want to get probed by aliens. I believe that there are aliens among us living as humans. Okay. I am not convinced otherwise. But she doesn't think we went to the moon. Okay. okay. So. Interesting. Anyway, listen. I, I reserve works, the right to be inconsistent. Probably why you're not a math teacher. Oh, that and so many reasons. Okay, so. Demi Lovato, though, so the the whole the story goes like this. Demi Lovato, alongside their sister, Dallas Lovato, and their best friend, Matthew Scott Montgomery, who I got to know because I watched uh, Demi Lovato's YouTube documentary series. Oh, yeah. So, like, I felt like these were characters. You understood who these people were. Now, what's good about this, right, is that Matthew Scott Montgomery, Demi Lovato's bestie, is a super um, skeptic. Okay, good. So you need a skeptic in the mix. Yeah. Um, I don't know where Dallas Lovato stands in the whole situation, but it appears as though she's gung-ho. Like, she's, you know, ready to, like, be there for her sibling and, like, see whatever Demi sees. Demi uh, believes that not only have they had more than one UFO sighting, it appears as though Demi also believes that during one of those sightings and contacts, they were brought aboard the ship and were in, uh, they were investigated by the aliens and then told to not remember any of it. I always think that's such a like wonderful story because we've heard that story many times and I would just like to offer the feedback to the aliens who are doing this you know where they take you up in their thing and then they probe you and they show you around but then they give you like this the magic sauce that's like you're gonna forget it all it's not working because everybody who seems to have that experience shares it I know so that's it's just awkward. like faulty. Yeah. So they they mastered the art of time travel, where essentially space travels the speed of li- traveling at the speed of light or mm-hmm. faster, mm-hmm. but they can't get good forget drugs. Seems you're right. It seems a little inconsistent. Seems a little s- suspicious. So but, you know. Okay. Sure. In my 14 minutes of spending time with Demi Lovato and their mm-hmm. friends and uh, investigating aliens, I was able to see a UFO. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You can't even keep uh-huh. it. No, but it's true. Series. They went out to this uh-huh. like field, and these two investigators told the story of these two women who back in like the 60s had a visitation and that they think that this particular area is a very active place for aliens. And then they do what they call a sky watch, which is where they, and I'm not kidding, use night vision to look at the sky and then use 
laser pointers to try to call the UFOs. And they saw one. It looked like dust. It yeah. looked like a piece of dust that flew across. But everybody was very also, excited about I it. I love it because, again, people just don't do math. Like, wouldn't, like, if you could see, if you and I could go out in the backyard and see UFOs, they wouldn't be UFOs. They'd be FOs. Right. They'd just be flying or objects. IFOs, identified flying objects, because somebody else with, you know, the ability to see things better than we can with our binoculars would see them and go, oh, that's a thing. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Yeah. And again, I'm the biggest so believer. You're saying of I the don't three need to watch the show. I don't think you do. Okay, good. I don't think you do. Thank you. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, these are your career. Oh, wait, no, before we get to them. Before We've we get got to a them. Feeling. I got that feeling again. That feeling is giving away a prize. Here's a prize, a pair of tickets to What the Constitution Means to Me at the Guthrie Theater Friday, October 8th, 7.30 p.m. And that is going to go to the caller that you name. (laughs) To the caller you name number what? We name number two. 651-641-1071. You really want to be number two. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Caller number two. All right, now let's get to those dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiot. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly. Over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida, and sometimes other places like Turkey. Oh, your favorite Bursa. Have you been there? Northwestern Bursa. No, but trust me, I've... is that where they make all those sacks? Mm, the Bursa sacks. Yeah. Um, I will say that uh, I do frequently keep a list of places I'd like to visit in Turkey, and Bursa is. On the oh, who knew? Anywho, uh, so this is what happened. Uh, this Turkish man, his name is Behan Mutlu. He's a Turkish citizen. He lives in the northwestern Bursa province's Ingle district. Okay. On Tuesday evening, uh, he was, he'd gone out drinking with some friends at the bar. Okay. And he was like, you know, I think I need some time alone. And so he wandered off into the wilderness. Oh, it seems like a bad idea. And while he was in the wilderness, well, I mean, listen, there we have like a historical, you know, references that would lead us to think that we will find answers in the wilderness. So maybe but he was trying night, to probably that piece really. is a little bit questionable. Yeah. But he wandered off into the wilderness. He was uh, trying to get right with himself. And then he spotted a group of people and they were frantically looking for somebody. And he was like, I will help. I will help these people look. So he joined the search party uh, that he uh, noticed in the wilderness. And he helped them search for, quote, a couple hours. And at some point during the search, they started calling out the name of the person that they were looking for. Okay. Behan Mutlu! Behan Mutlu! And he was like, I'm right here. 
Wait, they were looking for him? Yeah. He was Mm -hmm. looking for him. And he was looking for him. Everybody was looking for him. That probably made him feel kind of dumb. Did he sort of slink away and be like, oh. No, he was like, what? You're looking. I'm here. I'm right here. And they were like, wait, hold on. Your friends and family are looking for you. You're like, I know. I'm looking for him, too. I'm looking for me, too. Everybody's trying to find (laughs) himself. Wow. Um, Don't go off into the wilderness drunk at night, please. And not tell your family where you're going and where you are. Because that's what happened is that his friends and family hadn't seen him for, quote, hours. And they were like, where did Behan go? We need to go find him. And then he joined his own search party. So congratulations. Well, I mean, does he get a reward? You know, like, was there a reward out for him? No. That'd Mm -mm. be kind of cool if you got a reward for finding yourself. Yeah. No, but he did get a ride home. I've read books to try to help me find myself. Oh. It hasn't worked yet. I haven't joined my Turkish wilderness search party just yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday. Someday. We can only hope. That was where, I know it was Turkey. where. It was in Bursa. Bursa. Bursa, Bursa. Bursa, Turkey. It's very beautiful. There's like some very lovely um, like resort areas oh, in Bursa. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see that. Um, all right. So we're going to go all the way from Turkey, all the way back to New Jersey. And Turkey to Jersey. From Jersey to Turkey and vice versa. I want to tell you about a New Jersey meat mogul Ooh. by the name of Evan Wexler. Now, I don't know what a meat mogul is. Sounds kind of nice. It Sounds does, kind of weird. It? Um, but but I do like meat. I don't know mogul what that has to do with. But apparently he's got a lot of ex- exotic sports cars. Um, and some other things, which we'll which talk about. Which you probably would, too, if you were a meat mogul. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, exactly, right? And one of those sports cars is a Mercedes G-Wagon, which, you know, all the celebs, they like to drive those. So he has one parked in his Fort Sean Lee. Mendez has one. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think so does Kylie. Yeah, probably. Um, so that's a big deal. His Mercedes G-Wagon was parked in his Fort Lee, New Jersey driveway. And um, that's where our story begins. Essentially... Somebody tried to steal his vehicle. In fact, this has happened multiple times, not just once, not just twice, but 18 times. What? Thieves have tried to steal the meat mogul's exotic sports cars. And the most recent time he had had enough and he took matters into his own hands. And I do mean quite literally to stop the thieves. Would you like to imagine what he did? He's a meat mogul, right? Is there, that is true. He's is got there, a lot of meat. Is there meat involved? Uh, well, yeah, actually. His meat is definitely involved in this story. You said his meat. Mm-hmm. Does that mean the meat that's attached to his body? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did he... Remember I said he took things into his, his own, own hands, hands. Quite literally. Which tells me that there he was doing something with the meat. Well, not really. His okay. meat was there. That plays a part in the story. He also had something in his hand with his meat. With his meat? I mean, his meat was present. A gun. Yes, a big gun. In fact, I think, if and I don't know my guns very well, I apologize. I'm, I'm almost as dumb on guns as I am on sports and or um, sports cars. Uh, let's see. I thought it was like, I think it's like an automatic rifle of some kind. It just looks like one of them, like machine guns. Let's call it a machine gun. It's probably not, but it's an AR 15, whatever that is. Okay. Okay. He 
took an AR-15 and went after the people who were stealing the car. Well, okay, so that's all still crazy and bizarre. Yeah. But remember, I told you his meat was there. Right, so was he nudie patootie? He was completely naked. Oh, wow. So the meat mogul grabs a gun, buck uh, naked, and runs onto his front uh, air. I, I don't want to call it a front porch because it's like the front mansion. I don't know what you call that part of a mansion. And the front mansion, <laughs> the front part of the mansion, and the second generation butcher turned high end hamburger and steak ah. supermarket wholesaler who okay. goes by sophisticated gentleman on Instagram who lives in a mansion on an exclusive bluff section of Fort Lee overlooking the Hudson River. Sounds lovely. Uh, he apparently discharged his AR 15 rifle during that attempted theft in the early hours of last year. Wow, yeah. Oh, wow, year, there's there's closed-circuit video. Yeah, and he's completely... He's total Starkies. Yeah. And I just think, like, I get, like... First of all, if somebody has tried to steal your vehicle almost 20 times... Mm-hmm. And you have a mansion, feels like maybe you've got a way to secure that thing. I feel like maybe just leaving it out in your driveway is probably not a good idea. Also... But how else are people going to know how rich you are? Yeah, exactly, right? Well, I think the fact that you're in a mansion that kind of draws attention to things. Um, he, of course, is like saying that he wants police to do their job. I'm sure the police are like, yeah, keeping your G-Wagon safe is not our top priority. Yeah, yeah we're a little busy. Um, and, and I won't go on about the things that he said, but I will say that he's a crazy stupid idiot for running out naked with an AR-15. It just doesn't seem like a good look. No. Also, it doesn't seem very safe. No, I'm looking at it. It's not a good look. Yeah. Thank you. Where we go next? India. Oh, gosh. It's international today. It is, man. I got real international today. Um, I want to introduce you to a gentleman who shall remain nameless only because I don't have his name. Um, but he was arrested on Monday. He was at the airport. Okay. And he was found with some contraband oh. in a special area. Okay. Would you like to guess what area the contraband was found in? Well, on this program, we typically talk about a couple different areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them being the mouth. It's not there. Okay. Uh, nose? Definitely not. Ears? Mm-mm. And his butt? His booty. Okay. Uh, specifically, uh, this gentleman... Was it in the flapjacks? No, or in it the was hallway? in the rectum. Oh, damn near killed It him. really did. If Now... I don't want to send you to the pictures yet. Okay. Because I want to tell you what he was hiding, and then I'm going to really bring it home oh. with the photographs. Okay. So he apparently, now you're going to learn something right now. Apparently, there is a there are a lot of people who have learned how to smuggle gold okay. without reporting it in their body cavity Ew. by making it into a paste. Ew. So apparently, if you... Um, because it's harder for metal detectors to to detect it when gold is turned into a paste. So they convert the gold into powder and then they take the powder and they add some ingredients and they end up with a paste that is about 70% gold. Ew. And then they put it in a in wrapper butt? and they put it in their rear. Why? And because then the metal detector won't catch it and they can smuggle it into the Wouldn't another the x-ray country. machine see like a big thing in your batuski well that's what happened oh, okay because i'm sure he was walking funny now i want first of all these things look like kiwis 
literally like, like kiwi, kiwi fruit. fruits. And there are four of them okay. in his booty toots. And the first picture you will click on is the actual kiwis. And you'll like the things that look like kiwis. You'll see all four of them. Ew. And one of them is opened Very up. Very clean. Right? They must have washed them. must have cleaned that out. I want you to now look at the x-ray and just feel the pain of walking through the earth. Wow, that's a lot. With four kiwis of gold. I just feel like I would constantly need to, like, I got to go to the bathroom and get these out. I cannot imagine how, I don't know. I feel like he probably had to hit. They're up there. Yeah, they sure are. I feel like he really had to hit the airport bar before he, you know what I mean? You'd have to like numb yourself to that. That's just not I, a way to walk through the world. I is all really I'm just don't think it's worth it. No. I feel like there um, are better ways. They How much do you have him? to pay? Like, cause was this like stolen gold or he just didn't want to pay duty on it? I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think this was about not paying duty and, um, and just smuggling it, it's over. It's worth over $55,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he had uh, four. Yeah. Oh, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm making people cramp right now. Um, I've never heard of gold paste. Neither much less I. putting gold paste in your... Uh, Booty toots. But I know. But now you know. Now you know. I mean, when you put coal up there, you know what you happens. Exactly. You'd have a whole engagement ring. Literally, which is a lie. Please don't do that. Yeah, okay, thank you, thank Holly. You, Holly. When Mom, I heard we the- return. Yes, don't do it. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is that time to play a little game. That game is called the Throwback. Live. After this, on My Talk 1071.